Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Publicans Podcast. Um, this week is going to be a little bit different, okay? Um, it's only just going to be myself doing the reviews as uh, Johnny is off enjoying himself in the land of the free. So, yeah, bear with me because this is new to me as well. Uh, essentially talking to myself. So... Yeah, it's going to take a while to get used to this. But anyway, uh, first of all, apologies for the sound quality last week. Um, Look, we're far from pros uh, for doing this. We have no idea what's going on. There was a couple of times where we had our little mix station. You know, we were trying to figure out the sound. Nothing was coming out properly. It, It sounded like it was recording from the laptop. We were panicking. And then we realized, oh yeah, we need to plug in the mix station into the laptop for it to work. Like, we, as I, I'll say it again, we are far from pros. So apologies for any sound quality issues that you pick up on the way, but we, we are doing our best. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just myself this week and it might be a short episode, it might be a long episode, depending on how long I want to shite on about but um basically this week i've decided to do two local pubs for us um one being Dahony and nesbitt's on baggage street and then another close by one uh, mcgratton's pub which is kind of it's just off baggage street and uh, but it's kind of hidden so i'll try to explain where it is in best in the best way i can but um, basically, I'll start with Donny and Nesbitt's anyway. And look, myself and Johnny always ask ourselves, you know, for the podcast, what is this pub trying to be? And essentially, this pub, you know, it takes all boxes in in any sense of the word. In terms of, you know, you can go from watching any match there to having a date there to having a quiet chin wag in the corner of the room with your best mate you know it ticks all the boxes it's it's doing everything that it needs to do and you know when i was in there it was a quiet like it's a quiet sunday evening right um there was a couple of american people there was a group of americans that came in and i overheard one of them say oh my god how did you find this place and you know that says it all like it they're just fascinated when they come in because the the various um sports and alcohol memorabilia on the walls is just second to none like every inch of the wall is covered really and it's always nice to see that you know it it oh you know it's nice to see it but depending on the pub because you know a, a pub that's trying too hard has too much memorabilia but at the same time you know it's always nice looking at it. i think i stopped twice on my way in just to take a photograph of some of the the stuff that was on the walls but speaking of the entrance so i came in you're facing say the 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 grand entrance of the pub there's an entrance on the left an entrance on the right and uh went in the entrance on the left basically a long corridor uh that leads you down to the back pub or the back bar they call it the signs posted all over the place but um 
the, you know, when I was walking in, got some notion about myself. I was like, oh, geez, it feels like I'm actually going, say, on a match day, going through the tunnel and about to play the match of my life. You know, I had a split second of that. And it was quite cool because, like, you ha- you're looking at all the memorabilia on the wall and stuff. And, um, it, you know, it's a nice way to, to enter a pub. Especially if you're going in there, say, for a Six Nations match or something, or an All-Ireland or something, you know, you just, you feel like that's the pub that you need to be in to watch the match. Um, But on that then, you know, I walked through, walked to the back bar, sat down on the stool and was having a look around and, like, the place is just full of the stuff, you know, you have jerseys, you have pictures of teams, and then you have your typical kind of comic strips from, or not comic strips, but comic uh, drawings of, you know, uh, drafts and beers and stuff. You know, your typical Guinness or your typical Bombers or whatever. Um, now, as a pub, like, it's, it's a really, it's an old style pub. And... When I say that, it kind of, it has, we, we always talk about the dark wood style of a pub and, you know, it blends it into a kind of a lighter, a lighter tone at the top of the wall. And then the, um, the ceiling has like a, it's, it's patterned in a dark maroon. I don't, no idea what the pattern's called, but, um, the colours define the mood I mean that's the case in any scenario but you know it is what it is the the colours control your emotions essentially when you're in a pub and that that's exactly what it's doing you know I was sitting down at the, at the bar there's kind of so as I said there's the, the, the hallway down on the left you come in there's also a, a stairs down to the toilets that you, you know, you'd be using or whatever. You go into the back bar. I sat down at the at the bar, and then there's kind of a big open space between, say, that back bar and the front bar, which you would see if you go in the right side of the of the pub. Um, and it's funny because there's actually another. So, in total, there's three bars in the place which I think is is fairly it's fairly important to have enough bars in the place you know I was thinking to myself when I was sitting there you kind of need the same amount of emergency exits as you do bars in a pub like if you're down the back of the pub you know and it's match day you can't get anywhere you just want to be close by to the bar just so you can get a, a pint into you you know what I mean and um, this pub has it and it's it's class you know you have that back bar beautiful little area you have a couple of snugs in there you know I actually had gone on a date there years ago and I would definitely do it again it's such a nice pub maybe not with an Irish person I think uh, that's kind of a key factor but um you have your back bar you have your middle bar which is small enough but it's enough to cover that whole middle area and it's a big not open space but there's a couple of tables around there and I've been in there on a match day and there's people standing around you know it's it's 
the vibe in there when you're when you're in for a match second to none really it's one of the better pubs that I'd want to go to for for a match definitely um then at the front the front bar is kind of your typical bar um again the whole dark wood theme it runs throughout it and um <laughs> it's funny there was a so there was an elderly gentleman now I know, I know I like to go into my stories but there was an elderly gentleman he, he seemed a bit well off you know like he, he was in there dressed well he was I don't know was he working all weekend or something but um, he was sitting at, at the bar having a chat with the, the bartender you know and the, it's amazing the relationship that somebody can build with a bartender you know you wouldn't be talking about the 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 most severe things ever but it's somebody to talk to and this is such an important thing for um for appointment now in all honesty i wouldn't really call the guy appointment because my idea of appointment is kind of a local local man who comes in you know every every day or every second day every odd day uh to just have a, a quiet pint and just you know consider his thoughts really whereas this guy it was almost as if he was coming in to complain about something now not about the pub but about something in his life or something that he can't talk about it something that he can't talk about with the with his wife or you know with his partner or something um but it takes a while to get into that you see i don't know how close him and the bartender were but they seemed to be having a great chat and I was there just you know writing notes or whatever but I you know I was keeping an ear out to see what they were talking about and um, there was nothing really massive in it but there was a moment where uh, I think it was an Italian couple kind of mid 40s I would say came in to the back bar and um, ordered away like they ordered a vodka coke and uh, a, a black bush whiskey or something straight um, and as soon as as soon as they did this other guy had moved around to the other side of the kind of separation that was there so that he didn't have to look at them or they couldn't look at him or something now this guy was probably 70 I'd say maybe 65 and uh, I just found it interesting you know like I had no problem sitting there with them ordering their drinks and they sat down they didn't even sit at the bar they sat at a table kind of a couple of feet away but your man just no, I respect it he wanted his own he wanted his own privacy and everything maybe that's it but um, no it, I just thought it was strange like they they obviously weren't sticking around you know maybe it was to do with the Amer- group of Americans as well because they were quite loud when they came in you know and I didn't have to try hard to actually hear them um, so maybe that was it because I, I, I do remember uh, him kind of nodding at the bartender saying where are they from 
and uh, <laughs> and you know it all unfolded then and you kind of I saw just looked in the corner of my eye I saw him throw his eyes up to heaven so that that might have had a part to play he just obviously wanted a quiet drink on a Sunday which I respect wholeheartedly um, maybe that's not the pub for it you know because you, you get your tourists in there you get just random people you know and in in fairness to Donna Do, I need to get that right Dahani and Nesbitt's in fairness to them they weren't showing any sport um, at the time and it was a Sunday evening I'm sure they were busy all weekend showing the Six Nations Um but they weren't I had asked uh, just because I knew the golf was on it was something easy to watch you know it's not a big commitment or whatever I had asked the bartender oh do you know if the golf is still on now, I wouldn't normally watch it but it's just nice to have that on in the background if you get me um, and he said no I don't know actually to be honest but I can stick it on for you if you want and I said look I'll, I'll have a look see what station's on whatever and I did and sure sure enough it was like ESPN plus or something and I said it to him and he said ah oh, no we don't have that sorry I was like ah, Grant don't worry about it um, but turns out then when I went to McGrattan's afterwards they were showing it and it was on Sky Sports so like oh, just yeah I mean as a pub Cheney Mac Donny and Nesbitt's is, is definitely up there with one of the greats I think and I and I I know for a fact that uh, Johnny would agree with me when he if he was here. Um, you know it it takes all boxes as I said. You can go there for literally anything you want, as in, you know, if you're just meeting a mate there for a couple of pints to catch up, that pub is your man. If you're if you want to go on a date with someone who's kind of new to the country and wants to experience a bit of Irish culture, that's the pub to bring them to. And then easily one of the finer pubs for for an all match day. Um, you just can't you cannot go wrong. And look, this the staff again. The staff were were class. You know, your man was putting up with. <laughs> some amount of spiel from the elderly lad but you know that's what bartenders do they have a lifelong experience of, of chatting to people and hearing stories and everything and they're great because they know enough about everything to chat to anyone and I have that massive respect for for bartenders there. I think they're great you know they, they put up with some amount of shite but then at the end of the day it kind of builds their character and, and it helps them deal with the next person um, so yeah the staff are great you know looking after everyone and your man was building a good relationship with uh, I didn't catch the name I think it was Barry or something um, but yeah sorry going back to my point your man had moved around a bit and after he had moved from um from his initial seat across or not across but opposite the other end or sorry over the other end of the separator just so no one could see him um, then the Amer group of Americans had their food arriving and then you know all the kind of 
the bartenders were helping out, you know, move tables so that they could actually spread out because it was a jam table or whatever. And meanwhile, Barry got up, grabbed his jacket and, you know, walked to the front bar. But as he did so, he, he just kind of whispered, not whispered, but like said in passing to the main uh, bartender that was looking after him, something about him moving into the front. So could he just could he just um, switch the tab or whatever? He just loved moving about and he reminded me kind of myself who see see what's going on in each different part of the pub maybe he's doing a review himself you know it's a hard one to tell but uh he yeah he just i i tried to maintain or not maintain but i tried to make eye contact with him and sure enough he just you know looked away just to try to get a conversation going with him because he seemed like an interesting character i would like to know what he was up to um, but you know as I said it was probably his quiet Sunday point he wanted to chat to the barman and that's it and I respect it um, interesting character all the same but in terms of the pub then um, it's going to be a high rating I think because it as I said and I keep reiterating it's it's taken all the boxes for anything that you want out of the pub it's it's there you know, um, great date spot, great for a chin wag, great for a chat, great for a match day. You know, what else do you need from a pub? And I, you know, even I could sit in there writing notes to myself, sitting at the bar. It does it all, really, you know. Um, and it's great because Johnny's not here. So whatever mark I give it, he can't say, you're wrong. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, look at me. I am the captain now. This is good. I like this. Maybe I should send Johnny on a few more trips so I can do these on my own. <laughs> um, look, I'm going to give it a, a, a decent score because I think it deserves it. It's a great pub. Um... gonna give it an all round eight I think it really deserves it and I didn't even get a look at the food that was available or anything you know that's that's kind of here nor there it's all about the experience in there this is what we're going off really um, and this is what I have been rating we, we have been rating the pubs on um, with with a bit of give and take, obviously. And um, sorry, as I just reminded myself there, uh, a fan of ours, a good friend of ours as well, uh, approached me and said, "Lewis, you guys have stopped doing uh, the North Side South Side pub. Uh, you know the aspect of that in in the podcast. And look, I know it's." <laughs> It's a hard one to keep going, to be honest. You know, um, we we have to stop doing Southside pubs for the moment, I think. We need to go back to... Now, it, it is hard. It's so hard to do a Northside, Southside because, you know, we started off doing, say, along the Liffey 
and that was great because it's only a hop skip and a jump to the next pub whereas now we're getting further and further out now there are still pubs that we've missed and we will do but it is hard to you know say we're going to a pub on the north side you know 10 minute walk from O'Connell Street you have a couple of points there and you're you're walking towards O'Connell Street you make it there and then you know you're, you're heading to another south side pub you're losing you're losing the crack in a sense you know you want to keep the vibes going and it's hard to do that when you have to walk for so long um, but yes Stefan you are right we, we need to go back and do some more north side pubs so we will I'll make sure of that um Another thing, actually, that somebody picked up on, um, and it was a great point, uh, The we need to take note of the price of pints. And I did do that for um, for tonight. So, Dahani and Nesbitt's, now, I only drink Guinness, really, when I'm out, but Dahani and Nesbitt's was 6.10 a Guinness, and that is on the 13th of March, 2022. Um, so that's expensive that is expensive like a you know I don't know what the crack is lately but the price of a Guinness has gone up massively I remember it used to be 550 maybe max and sure people there are people out there that, that would say oh look I remember when it was a fiver you know what a dream a clean five unbelievable that would make your night um, but yeah it's only going up and up which is a shame um, so yeah all round eight for, for Donny and Nesbitt's then and uh, yeah look it's a must go definitely I think it's a uh, Johnny would agree it's a it's a class pub so the other pub that I went to was McGratton's and my god I you know we had been in there a couple of times watching matches Champions League whatever um, and I don't know whether it's just the Sunday night that's in it, but I managed to um, not bump into, but I, I managed to see an Irish legend of the the journalism world. Um, so for any Irish people out there, Anne Doyle, the great RT news presenter, she was in there drinking away with um, her partner, who owns the pub and I had no idea so <laughs> I don't know how I figured this out actually it was fairly good um, fairly good CSI tricks involved so I was sitting down watching the golf having my pint and you know I know you know when you can just tell who the owner of a pub is I, now, this is not Anne's husband who I was, who I'm talking about. This is his son actually, who tur- turns out to be his son. I know who he is. I know that he owns the pub. I'm sure he had his kids come down from upstairs, asking for some water. Blah blah blah. Uh, and I'd been in a couple of times before. You can just tell. But I could also, I could also tell. Um, that 
the elderly man sitting at the table was his dad because they had, you know, they, they looked fairly similar. And then I looked to my right. I could see on the wall there was pictures of this guy who was clearly the owner. You know, there's photographs from back in the day, one of them being with um, Father Jack from Father Ted, Frank Kelly. So there's a picture of Dan McGratton, who is sitting in the corner of the room there next to me, or close by. There's a picture of him and Frank Kelly, the legend who plays Father Jack in uh, the TV series Father Ted. Um, you know, this guy has met some legends, obviously. And then what happened was, how I figured out it was Anne Doyle. Um... The oh the pub owner's son, say I'm trying to explain this, right? The pub owner's son said, Ah Anne darling, how are you? And then I saw I knew by looking at her, like she kinda looked well, okay. It was a mix of you know, recognising who she look who she looked like or like looked similar to the name being dropped. The first name now. And then also, the voice. She has a very distinctive, you know, newsreader voice. And I picked up on it straight away. And I was like, holy shit, that's Anne Doyle. And like, I, I never, now, I've never had an opportunity to be starstruck, but it was, it was actually so nice to see her. Because she is, like, considered an RT legend, really. And... I'm not saying there's many there, but she, she's, she's a good person. Like there's a, there's a couple of, couple of people in there now that, uh, are undeserved of some, um, some praise, but Anne Doyle deserves every penny of it. Uh, so it was nice to see her in there with her, her partner, Dan. And, um, you know, they were just having a couple of drinks and sure they were, Given uh, lovely tips to the, the the servers and everything, it was actually, you know, I'd say their Sunday was made. Um, but yeah, it was class, and you know, the uh, Dan's sons, well, Dan's grandchildren came down from upstairs, and the whole interaction was just lovely, you know. On a Sunday evening, it was very wholesome, so it was lovely to see. Um, but as a pub, right? Uh, let's get back. Let's get back to this. Um, as a pub, it is massive for the size of the building, right? It's only one floor, so it's ground floor only, and it has. When you're looking at it from the front, you know you have your 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 main building, but then it has an archway. It's basically a driveway, essentially, into say the back of the Georgian buildings there behind it. So you have your driveway, you're driving down. It has memorabilia the whole length of the driveway along the walls. I'm sure I stopped a couple of times there as well, looking at it all. And it's just fascinating, really. Um, walk down, you know, along the side there. It has a small little kind of uh, uh, smoking area, snug, if you will. Like very small, maybe for two people. Then you walk further down, it has a bigger kind of 
um, it's a sunroom essentially you know it like loads of little armchairs and everything leather armchairs and I don't know if you can smoke in there but like it seems like the kind of place that you could and um, it's just like a lovely look to it I even took a picture I might post it to the Instagram someday and then there's the back area with this with a kind of it's a courtyard essentially right but it, it there's a bit of park in there but then in the summertime I remember before uh, the kind of restrictions ended we were there for a meal and we got a couple of pints and we were out that back area and that was the busiest part because we you know we couldn't actually go inside so they benefited massively from that outdoor area but then in the summertime I'd say they clean up out there because that that evening sun shines right into that courtyard and it's honestly the perfect spot if you want to have a couple of evening drinks like feck a beer garden like that's that's the place to be um you'd have a serious time in there you're sitting in the sun having a nice bombers or something cool you down like honestly you, you can't beat it um then you have the indoor area and it, it looks almost brand new to be honest but it, it's obviously been there a good while just judging by the photographs that are on the wall um and it was you know the fire was lit even at one stage I thought this was class and Doyle got up from the table that they were at sat down there's like a an almost like leather bench around the front of the fire and like people can sit there and, and heat up if they wanted and just sat down and she was obviously texting away someone and I just thought it was class you know she just has the freedom to to sit down there I <laughs> I don't know why I was so starstruck star but it was it was brilliant like um, I I wanted to go up and say oh I hope you have a lovely evening or or whatever but you know they do not want that they do not want that at all um, but yeah sure it was great to see them in there um, and then yeah just the the, the sheer size of the pub um, so the main kind of bar area like there's loads of different seating seating arrangements you have your you have your high tops and you have your high stools and everything and then you go further down along the bar like it's just one massive length of bar really and um, it continues the whole way down actually no sorry that's wrong that is wrong um, it's that one corner of bar actually and then you know you have your seating area you have your TV the fire the fire was gorgeous honest to god it wasn't even that cold tonight but it was just lovely having that on just a level of comfort there that you don't get anywhere else and um, you know you walk further down there's different different types of seating there I, we were in there a couple of weeks ago for some pints meeting friends and um, you know there was these high top kind of suede green chairs and you just you feel elite sitting in them and then you have your leather leather armchairs and everything as well that exists further on. And it's just like, it's, again, the, very similar to Dahani and Nesbitt's, I think. I think it's taken all the boxes. Like, it, it definitely shows all the matches when, when they're on. And you can go in there. You can have a date. 
you can have a chat with your mate like it, the possibilities in there are endless in both of those pubs um, now it's definitely the more quiet a pub but I think that's just down to the fact that it's down an alleyway so I was going to say I could try explain where it is but if you're if you're on Baggett Street there's a Tesco Express um, so sorry everyone kind of knows where Donny Donny and Nesbitt's is so you come out of Donny and Nesbitt's you turn left there's a Tesco Express on your left and that just before sorry there's an alleyway and a Tesco Express and that alleyway brings you down right to McGrattan's you can see it from Baggett Street um, it doesn't look like much but when you go down my god it is amazing and it's I almost preferred it as a pub um for what I was at you know I was sitting there having a quiet pint and I only had the one in McGrattan's uh, whereas I had two in, in um, I had two pints in Donny and Nesbitt's and to be honest the only reason I had two pints in Donny and Nesbitt's was because I as I finished the first pint uh, the bartender asked me straight away do I want another one and that's uh, I honestly I think that's a smart idea as a barman like if you're on top of that and you ask an Irish person and I think you know I'm only speaking for Irish people because I know what we're like you ask an Irish person oh do you want another pint we're almost too nice to say no in terms of that so we're like ah sure look one we'll have another one like easy easy and I think that's so smart from him um so he's he's yeah he's trying to capitalise on on whatever he can get on a Sunday you know what I mean um but yeah back to McGrattan's the the pint of Guinness cost me six quid in there so ten cent in the difference six six even you know he is that as good as you can get at the moment probably is to be honest I remember when we were in toners there the other day the uh, the bartender was telling me that she was in a pub down in Newtown at Kennedy that did a, a pint of Guinness for a fiver and I said that's class but there's no chance I'm you know spending that kind of that kind of money on a taxi back just so I can get a, a Guinness for a fiver now I'm sure it's lovely but yeah definitely not worth it if you're down that direction 100% I didn't get the name of the pub so maybe you can find out for yourself but um, yeah, six quid for the Guinness then, and then you know, yeah, I just thought it. I my whole night in there was kind of focused on and oil being there. I'm not gonna lie, right? It was it was spectacular. I, I thought it was brilliant because she, she's an icon. She is an icon. She's been around for so long in in the uh, the RTE era. It was just. Like she and she, I could tell I was just kind of not eavesdropping. Nah, you can call it eavesdropping, I suppose. I was just listening to her conversation, and she, like many bartenders, knew a little about everything. But I'm sure she knows a lot about everything because you know she reported on so many things in her day. Um. So 
yeah it was gas it was just mad seeing her and the fact that I worked it out that it was her as well because I was looking around there was people who did not you know recognise her or, or seem to have recognised her I was thinking lads do you know who this is but um, no it was gas it was honestly gas um, yeah so definitely a quieter pub due to the fact that it's it's away from the mainstream if you get me um, but I will give it a rating okay of I'm going to give it a 7.7 I sent it doubtful there I'm going to give it a 7.8 sorry 7.8 because it's very close to what Donny and Nesbitt's is what it's missing what it's lacking you know like it's going to be a different score in the summer I think McGrattan's is going to absolutely annihilate Dahani and Nesbitt's in the summer because of that back area so it's a hard one to call really um, 7.8 am I being mean with that but you know what now would be a good time for Johnny to be around and tell me oh yeah you're wrong <laughs> but no 7.8 just because okay the thing that's bringing it down is that it's so quiet right now it was it was better for me in the sense that I could go in there write my couple of notes and you know look at the golf or just just do you whereas Donnie and Nesbitt's you get the likes of the Americans coming in you know they can be loud and you're not you're not internal you're external in that in that place you know you're, you're thinking about what's going on around you whereas in now sorry I'm saying that but then in McGrattan sure I was concentrating on Anne Doyle and Dan McGrattan the whole time like um, no look it's a hard one to call I think just the fact that it's a it, it's a quarter pub I think that's getting yeah, the 7.8 7. But the staff are class once again and I definitely will be back in the summertime. So I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a cheeky bulmers on ice in the back, sitting in the sun. That's the place to be. And on that note, I'm gonna tidy up this this podcast episode. Uh I'm surprised I was able to talk for as long as I did, and I hope you guys were able to listen for as long as I was talking because it was you know it's only one person talking to themselves being a madman but uh, that's it for this episode and thanks again for listening in it's uh, definitely a weird episode this week uh, just one of us, us one of us being around but uh, and we look forward to having you back for next week's episode I'm thinking that um, I would like to do a Paddy's Day special because I'm going to be out on Paddy's Day and I, I, I'm I going to pay particular attention to what pubs are doing well on Paddy's Day and what are, what pubs aren't now every pub is going to do class but where are the throngs of people where are all the you know 
the tourists going. That's the biggest thing because this is what this podcast is for. It's for the tourists coming in and realizing, okay, I'm in this kind of scenario. Where is the best pub for me? That's exactly what we are trying to achieve with this. Um. So yeah, we'll see when Johnny comes back if if he's up for for doing a uh, Paddy's Day special. If not, we'll just continue on what we're doing. Hopefully, Stefan, we will do some more Northside pubs for you. Um, but other than that, look, thanks everyone for listening in. Um, I had fun. I had fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks very much, everyone, and Slangafall. <laughs>